I think it would serve us better maybe to go back to uh, Bouchamp. And the fact is, is he was a real deal. He was making inroads and in understanding the presence of microbes. They, they, yeah, they do exist in the external environment that he demonstrated with his fermentation uh, procedures at, or experiments that you talked at length about last time. He also found that there were organisms that lived inside of us that were natural ecobionts or part of our uh, internal ecology uh, uh, without which life would be impossible for us. And uh, his uh, successor, who I was about to talk about, was Enderline, Gunther Enderline. Now, Enderline just took Bouchamp's understanding a step further because he actually visualized uh, these creatures and then chronicled their cycles within us. And if you look at nature, everything works in very pre precise and predictable cycles. Uh, even the human cycle, we go through uh, birth, uh, various stages of maturation and decline. Uh, it works that way with the elements in the soil. Uh, we can get in more involved um, uh, discussions about the physics of it, which is where we really need to go because if you don't understand the physics of it, then you're still going to be in darkness no matter what. So uh, we'll get there. And, uh, you know, that's why I always bring it up because we really need to go to the next level real quick. Okay, so back to Enderline. Uh, Enderline coined a term called pleomorphism because he observed these organisms in our body uh, that he called chondritins or what I was taught and you know because I did the old, the old school German uh, training myself in microbiology uh, we called them proteids and these are like little sparkles of light that you see under a dark filled microscope a dark filled microscope um, uh, um, allows you to see things in their live form you don't uh, stain your slide samples and therefore, you can actually see what's going on for real. And these uh, dark field microscopes have gone through different levels of evolution. Certain people like Royal Rife and Gaston Nasons, who we'll talk both about, uh, you know, refined these microscopes so they were able to see things uh, with even better resolution and therefore come to, uh, you know, even better understandings of what we're seeing in the first place. So what... Um, what Gunther was, uh, Enderlein was able to demonstrate that Bouchamp was in fact right and that it's not the germ that's important, it's the ecology because depending on the ecology, which means the, the, the balance of your health uh, or, or of your internal ecosystem, that determines what these organisms do. So if your internal environment goes south, in other words, you get less healthy, out of balance in various ways, then what happens is these um, these little helpers, these organisms that do all the important functions for us to exist in a biological form, then they start pleomorphically progressing through different stages. I've watched this myself thousands and thousands of times under the microscope looking at many people's blood samples. And, uh, and you see these change from one form to the next form to another form. I have pictures of them sitting here. I'll put some up in a bit. Um, and then when they get to certain phases, it's what present-day medics identify as bacteria, fungi, and so forth. But what they don't appreciate is that those morphologically changed uh, size, shape, and function in order to meet the demands of the environment. So rather than attacking them and uh, you know circumstantially implementing them because they find them at the scene of the crime of a sore throat or some other so-called infection, you know, infection is really a misnomer uh, because these organisms are really scavengers or recyclers, just like in the external environment in a natural habitat when, uh, you know, flies and fungi and all sorts of things, uh, you know, uh, get to the scene where there's an old dead animal or, or, or some such thing or decaying plant matter and help it return to the soil. Well, the same thing's happening in our bodies today. And without these recyclers or, say, streptococcus being at the scene of a sore throat, uh, if we understood, we would be able to take measures to help them do their job. We wouldn't have the sore throat as long or could even prevent it in the first place and then be healthier in the long run. In other words, uh, you know, strengthen our natural immunity. So Enderline was able to visualize the progressions of these uh, organisms through all these stages and uh, the basis of bioterrain medicine, which I've practiced for decades, is to have ways to assess the, uh, the body 
including microbiology uh, as assessed through a microscope and understand how to um, assist these microorganisms and then return them to their non-pathogenic or non-recycler forms so the symptoms go away, but in the process you get healthier and not sicker because you just went in and napalmed everybody because you say, oh, they must be the bad guys because they were here. And, um, and of course, these guys will do things like secrete uh, certain factors that promote inflammation and swelling and, and oozing of mucosal tissues, which makes you cough and sneeze and have a runny nose and, and you know, uh, have all sorts of internal issues. But they will not overstay their welcome and provoke those symptoms uh, as long as you allow them to finish their job. Contemporary medicine does not allow them to finish their job. That's why antibiotics have been greatly implemented with cancer because cancer in and of itself, uh, going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but it's a good illustration, uh, are growth that if you understand the mechanism are designed to heal because cellular mass brings in more oxygen through every extra cell that's produced that is, uh, brings in an extra set of lungs to end fermentation and return uh, the physiology to an aerobic rather than anaerobic state and clean up the body's internal terrain. When they do the job, then these organisms, these recyclers, will digest the, the extra cells so that they don't keep growing or uh, you know, have the presence of an obstruction or what we think of as a tumor or disease. Now, when you overuse antibiotics, it uh, annihilates these populations in the body so they're not available when the biological expression of cancer happens and therefore the tumors cannot be digested. They keep growing and we have bigger problems. That's just one of the many reasons why cancer is epidemic and why you know, it's so problematic these days and cancer is not a disease. Microorganisms are not the cause of disease. They do not create infections. They recycle and help clean up our terrain. Uh, Gunther Enderlein demonstrated that. That was the basis of my training because that was the early German microbiology school that I went to. And uh, the next um, person after that was Gaston Naissons, a brilliant man who's still alive today. Uh, I studied personally with him. And uh, he developed a somatoscope that was able to see these organisms even in finer detail. Uh, and uh, he came up with the same exact thing, only instead of calling them uh, chondrites or, um, or protids, as I was trained to call them, uh, he called them somatids. But it's the same exact thing. And when you see pictures uh, of the cycles that he took with his somatoscope, it's the same exact cyclogeny that he that uh, was demonstrated by Enderlein they look the same we all see the same thing in fact when I uh, take a blood sample what I do is I have developers which are these organisms in the protein form in um, in uh, of all the ones that live inside of us so if I'm wondering okay which organism populations are active say if I'm seeing the the bacterial or advanced fungal forms that are you know, overstaying the welcome and creating problems in the body in order to treat them effectively, I, I need to know, are they from the, you know, mucoracemosis aspergill from one of the penicillin varieties, uh, candida variety? And then uh, what I do is I put these proteids from all those different strains within the blood. The blood interacts, and depending on which one interacts, then you see an outgrowth of all these things in the blood on the instant. I mean, these things in the blood happen instantly. You know, you'll see them uh, go from one, uh, from one phase of the cycle to the next, uh, you know, in a matter of seconds. And then when you put these developers in, and depending which ones are provoking the response, then I know, okay, that gives me more than a clue as far as how I'm going to treat somebody and clean up their train and uh, use isopathics and things to put in the healthy protein variety that will uh, help people um, strengthen their immunity, uh, clean up the pathogenic forms that are overstaying their welcome and return the uh, immune system and the ecology to its natural balanced state. But by doing it that way, you're actually getting healthier, you're getting stronger as opposed to uh, contemporary uh, you know, shock and awe methods of medicine that just go in and kill everybody and uh, you know, without any um, concern of collateral damage. 
All right, and welcome to the Vanu Podcast, the podcast making you invulnerable to the coercion of the state and the servile society. I'm your host, Shane, coming to you from the Free Republic of Pasnia, the self-liberator's paradise. Uh, today, I have the newest installments of our Health Liberation, Self-Liberation series, uh, but it will be a solo episode, uh, no guess. Uh, rather, I figure it's uh, time for a, a whole slew of updates, uh, potential areas of investigation uh, in the health and medical realm, uh, based on my progress in reversing my type 1 diabetes, uh, and what's to come in this area. Um, and I guess just generally speaking, trying to uh, verbalize and put into words, um, I guess, what the, the past couple few months has uh, consisted of. So uh, I think I'll also discuss the furthering vision of uh, Pasnia that seems to be naturally and spontaneously coming together. Uh, one note, these are just going to be my own basic general understandings, just a conversation between, uh, between you and I. Um, so please just use them as a starting point. I, this isn't going to be uh, yeah, highly technical and, uh, or anything of that nature. So um, yeah, so to provide a, a brief summary and uh, update, I'm still doing the uh, nose-to-tail carnivore way of eating, uh, but I've cut out the milk and cheese entirely, uh, which I must say really, really sucks. Uh, I'll discuss the uh, more on the more on the why there momentarily, as I still believe raw dairy uh, embryonic food factors uh, are critically important. Um, just dairy, raw dairy in general is just has uh, everything you need: fat soluble vitamins, you know, all the vitamins and minerals, all 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 sorts of good stuff. But um, just maybe not the best tool for reversing type one diabetes, or at least not at this stage in the process. Um, I'm actually preparing to make some additional modifications uh, with new information and potential strategies. Um, even we're going to work in some plants. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, using, using spices again. Um, but yeah, namely potentially some elements from Ayurvedic and uh, traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, the so-called disease is not new and uh, Eastern traditions have had ways to treat and possibly even reverse it for thousands uh, of years. And of course, in the process, I've gleaned insights from areas that I would have believed to be total nonsense uh, or just pointless last year, Um, like using electricity as therapy, um, yoga and breathing as major tools uh, in the health tool belt, and really just the removal of oneself from the coercive and negative influences of the servile society uh, or, you know, just civilization in general. And, uh, you know, I think Rayo, well, you know, was onto something back in the 1960s and 70s when he talked about those city psychological pressures. Um, he was uh, definitely, definitely onto something. Because there's a, uh, as, <clears throat> as Western medicine, it may, may be coming around to a little bit, um, emotions and your mental health and well-being have a drastic impact um, on, on one's health. Um, if you think about like all of, if a stressful situation or something, um, you can feel that, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's. Um, naive to think that there's not physiological changes happening in the body too. So um, it all has an impact. Um, it all has an impact. I guess what I'll kind of do just for, for the next uh, however long this uh, this takes is just kind of go through. I'll, I'll start with uh, you know where I was at a few months ago uh, last time we, we talked about this um, and uh, then where the research has, has kind of led there. And uh, like I said, this will just be a, a little bit of a converse, off-the-cuff conversation. I'll try not to ramble too much, um, but uh, it's one of one of my favorite topics, and uh, you know I, I really do enjoy um, this kind of uh, this pursuit of the truth, especially with my my newfound perspective. But um, maybe I'll, I'll talk more about that as we get through this episode. But anyway, um, first off, I guess I'll, I'll just kind of uh, harken back to. Um, one of the last episodes of the Health Liberation, Self-Liberation series that we put out where um, I guess my, my conclusion, or I guess I wouldn't even really say my conclusion, but it was just kind of where the research I was, I was looking into at that time was leading me, um, the conclusion it was leading me to, um, but really that the, you know, the cause of disease is detoxification um, or, you know, the so-called cause of disease and the disease, disease, that word in Western medicine is flawed for, for a number of reasons. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I was, I was pretty solidly convinced that illness was the body's way of detoxification. Um, you know, lungs, kidneys, skin, et cetera. You know, lungs are the most popular or I guess the most used detoxification pathway um, from the litany of poisons rampant civilization. Well, I don't. Well, I still stress high quality food is important. It seems like the real cause of again disease that word um, is imbalance. Um, not that big pharma's products don't cause and exacerbate said imbalances, but a stressful situation alone can be the culprit. Yes, yeah, so I just as I said just a moment ago, it can just be you know a stressful situation alone can cause a phys- physiological change, which Western medicine could point and you know call as a disease. Um, so. Yeah. Anyway, um, more on that momentarily when I get into uh, something you know called you know, German New Medicine uh, later on. But um, yeah, further, well, at least a dozen toxins um, influences could have had an impact on my type one diabetes or just the progression of chronic chronic disease in general. 
pointing at singular effects um, is a major flaw of Western medicine when things need to be looked at um, holistically. You know, I, I understand the value of, and it's it's kind of what I did with with you know the carnivore diet was, um, it was you know carnivore diet's been known as the ultimate elimination diet. So when you go when you go um, radical like I did to start, just go with like beef, salt, and water, you aren't going to get. And then you start adding things back. You can pinpoint you know singular things that have an impact on on how you feel. You you certainly can, but in the in the wider context of things like disease, when the you know the so-called disease process is so complex and it varies from individual to individual. You know it's uh, yeah things need to be looked at holistically and on an individual basis, um, not things like vaccine mandates for the entire fucking population. That's probably not a holistic or individualized approach. Pardon my French. And there's also the the aspect of of what Western medicine would call the placebo effect. Uh, you know what we don't what's uh, you know what we don't understand. Um, you know, maybe electrical influences, um, since, you know, um, as speaking back to the episode with, uh, with uh, Sophia Smallstorm, uh, you know, the bioelectric body. And, uh, you know, I, I go to, there's an example that I, that, you know, always comes to mind for me. It's the, um, you know, that they've, that, you know, like for, um, for conditions where the person's going to die within like a month, um, they'll lie to the patient and say that, uh, like, oh, you know, we we just came across this, uh, you know, miracle life-saving drug um, that reverses this condition. And they'll take the drug, the, which will just be like a sugar pill or something, sugar pill or something. They'll reverse their condition. And then once they're told that it was just, uh, you know, a placebo, they redevelop the condition. Um, so there's there's definitely something to be said about the impact of, um, of you know, thoughts, um, you know, like of, of positive thoughts and, uh, you know, not being stressed and, and depressed and, um, and all of those, uh, all of those emotions, uh, you know, all of those, uh, you know, all of those sorts of emotions. And as we'll get to, uh, things like traditional Chinese medicine, they've, uh, they've recognized these things, um, for thousands of years, um, in terms of the, the electrical influence, they, uh, um, they called it, uh, yin and yang, um, and kind of chi, the, uh, I guess it'd probably be more the chi, the, the kind of the energy flow through the body. Um, but yeah, same same sort of uh, same sort of concept. And today, um, with uh, you know the development of technology, we're seeing some devices come to market um, that are you know electrotherapy sort of tools. If we're bioelectric bodies, then uh, you know possibly there's a way to to uh, you know heal heal uh, heal things. Um, you know, using um, said electricity or frequency or whatever. So. Yeah, speaking of uh, of uh, rambling, um, I guess I'll that uh, I guess I'll, I'll just wrap up this section. Yeah, that was my my initial, um, I guess the initial starting point is you know trying to isolate, trying to find uh, you know the the chemical that did it or or, or the, you know the substance that did it, uh, you know that caused the diabetes, and that was the wrong approach, as Doctor John absolutely pointed out when I interviewed when I interviewed him. That's just the wrong way, the, the wrong approach, um, that you can investigate each individual piece and somehow get a picture of the whole. And it's true, you may, you may be able to gain, uh, gain a little insight, but uh, obviously if it was a very successful methodology, um, we would, uh, not saying we'd, we'd have to see reversal of conditions, but we'd have to see some improvements um, in the way things are going, uh, and we, we certainly aren't seeing that. So um, that's been, I, I guess, the the major the major adaptation to my thinking is just um, that change in perspective. All right, let's go ahead and uh, and, and move on to to, to the next point uh, uh, to the next uh, I guess point in my uh, in my venture, which yeah came up in the in the conversation with Doctor Apsley, and uh, was kind of the, the the first thing I really I, I can't I, I even came across this in Western medicine, you know that, that individual thing like what if we use this type of stem cells on the pancreas, you know what happens to the to the beta cells. Do they regenerate? Do we get alpha? Do we get beta cells? Um, like they're 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 looking into those now, um, and uh, you know there's there's certainly some promise, but there's uh, a lot of things again they don't understand. They're they're looking at this one piece, and even if there might be some success in regener- regenerating beta cells, um, it's not a it's not a solution because they don't yeah there's other components other variables that um, are ever having an impact that they can't control or they don't they don't uh, I guess see. So um, anyway, the next thing yes. Yeah, so stem cells is to be embryonic food factors, like I was talking about with raw milk. This was kind. Of, this was really the first approach. Um, it's why I was raising these lambs on, on the was one of the reasons I was raising lambs on the property was hopefully to have some some raw pancreas. Um, and I I probably did I probably did and I probably have it, but I don't, I don't know which what it is in particular. Um, hard to identify everything. <laughs> hard to identify everything, but. And as as I said as as I said above, you know, I, I still think like this this is a good this is a good approach. And, and, and you know, referring back to the interview with Doctor Apsley, uh, you know, long living cultures, um, you know, they eat a lot of, eat a lot of these foods. Um, and 
I think it's important. I think it's important, but I think if it was, if it was just that, like if that's all the body, if that's all my body needed, or like one of the major things my body needed was just the access to stem cells, then it, it can create stem cells. Like it can create, it can create uh, any cells it needs to in the body. Um, it's like uh, if you cut your, if you cut your hands, like those are new cells that are generated. Like those are brand new cells that are created, you know, uh, as far as I understand it, like, um, and new cells are created in the body every single day. So I think it's a little more complex than just the, than, than just the stem cells. Um, German, German new medicine talks about this too. Um, talks about this a little bit, um, with their, I guess their embryology, embryologic approach. But yeah, I don't think this is the, this is the, the singular thing. And, um, I'm still going to, I, I still use raw honey as my, my source of glucose for, you know, um, low blood sugars and things. And that is an embryonic food factor. So I, I'll, I, I eat that every single day, but, um, yeah, I think there's, uh, there's, 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 there's more to it and we'll get into it with, uh, uh, that'll, we'll get to that, uh, you know, momentarily. But the next thing I kind of came across uh, from, from some podcasts was, um, electrotherapy, not going to spend too much time on this, but, um, bioelectric bodies, um, and we can use electricity to, um, you know, as a, as, as a, as a therapeutic method. Um, and also things like, uh, one of the things I've just, just come across this week or just really, really kind of looked into is, um, there's, uh, um, there's actually music. Um, like I, I guess there's like, there's different, uh, there's different frequencies that have different effects, um, on the body. And for those who think this is this is this is kind of loony, even Western medicine. I mean, what do they do when you when you die, when your heart stops? What do they use to 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 jumpstart you back to back to life? They use electricity. Um, what do they use whenever they want to measure your heart? They use an EEG, which measures um, which measures measures you know like electricity measures you know the electric waves. Um, same with uh, you know brain scans. The body is the body is a you know bioelectric. Um, so, well, I haven't been able to actually utilize this other than other than things like outside of grounding walking around barefoot around the homestead which is just a basic thing basic basic obvious thing to do um <laughs> yeah i don't really have any personal experience with this yet but uh, there's there's a lot of good information out there um it's just a lot of, a lot of these devices are still rather expensive but it's, it's been around for a long time it's been around for a long time regardless um, the next thing, and this is gonna, this might even sound a little more loony, but this was coming across um, this guy on um, Crouchable Seven Radio, gave me the best um, and I guess only verified reversal of type one diabetes, like the the methodology to to reverse type one diabetes um, that I have ever come across, um, and that was uh, going going to a guy's website, uh, Phoenix Aurelius, who's a medical astrologer. Um, uh, spagyricist. Uh, so he, he, he makes, uh, you know, herbal formulations, um, herbal medicines and, um, there's influence, um, as, as crow calls it, uh, the sky clock, um, you know, various, various things have like there, there's th- certain things that happen, um, during certain times of the year. Like we know this, like that's obvious. We witness that in nature. Um, so the way I guess the, with Phoenix and, and this kind of, uh, realm of spagyrics, um, this, uh, and applying it to medical astrology too, there's certain times of the year, um, when um, herbs are best harvested and when they're best utilized for medicine makes perfect sense right um <laughs> but uh, obviously uh, uh obviously if you look that up on google you'll probably get a bunch of stuff saying it's it's, it's been debunked and all that but uh regardless this was uh um i i haven't actually done much research into this 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 part myself i am going to start looking into spagyrics um not the, not into the, the astrology realm but just looking at you know I've got a homestead here, and um, if I if I can you know grow um, if I can grow any any of these things here, then I don't think there's any th- any reason not to. But um, in terms of, um, I reached actually reached out to Phoenix um, since he uh, he's uh, yeah he's a medical practitioner, so he has he has patients and he's done a lot of research over over a number of years. Um, and uh, type one diabetes is a condition that he's he's come across um, in his research. And uh, just to, to read a, a just a sense or two from the the email that he sent back, um, type one diabetes is caused by spleen sheet deficiency and or damp heat in the entire middle jowl. I think that's how you pronounce that, that word. Uh, the only way to effectively eliminate it uh, permanently, at least that he's uh, seen demonstrated, is to completely eliminate damp heat from middle jowl and to restore and tonify spleen chi. Um, and this is traditional Chinese medicine talk. Um, but yeah, that's uh, and those things. Uh, you know, this it, the, the language may be confusing since it's yeah traditional Chinese medicine, but it overlaps with Western medicine's research um, into leaky gut and autoimmune and genetic dispositions. And I will say that um, <clears throat> when it comes to um, g- the genetic dispositions thing, I th- I don't know. I, I think 
the better way to look at this is the way that Dr. Apsley mentioned in, in my interview with him that like my genetic predisposition wasn't like um, wasn't necessarily like a gene or something something along those lines. It was more so that like I was born with a weakened like I, I could have been born with a weakened pancreas. I think that's more um, more I, I don't know. Anyway, just figure I'd toss that out there. Um, but yes, this is uh, his suggestion was traditional Chinese um, Taoist medicine um, that he's seen as you know. Um, the, the only, the only successful methodology that's, that's reversed it. And, um, so that, that's been for, for the past couple of months, it's been my main focus of research is, uh, really digging into, into, uh, TCM, um, traditional Chinese medicine and, um, trying to understand it at a fundamental level. Um, and obviously I'm sure a lot of you have heard of, uh, you know, the concepts of like, uh, yin and yang. I mentioned, uh, um, you know, the cause of so-called disease being imbalance. Um, well, that's exactly what, what TCM um, talks about is um, you have an, an imbalance in an organ system, um, whether it's an efficient, whether it's a deficiency or an excess, and those deficiency or excesses then can have um, impacts on um, other organ systems. And the so-called disease process varies individual to individual because it depends on where it starts and depends on whether it's an excess or deficiency and um, what organ it is, what it, it, et cetera, et cetera. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of things to to take into account, and momentarily I'll talk about you know diagnostic methods. Well, in TCM, um, like di- like diagnosing you know disease or trying to figure out you know um, where where symptoms are coming from. Well, in TCM, um, they also use like you can look at the tongue and find out a lot of information. Um, for example, like the or I guess to, to to go into a little a little more de- a little a little more detail on that. The like the gut starts in the mouth, um, like that's the first that's the starting point um, of of the gut is the mouth. So you can see like looking at uh, you know looking at various characteristics of the tongue, um, you can tell what the state of the gut is in, and it's yeah it's it's obvious like I can see it. I can see it on my tongue um, I can see it, um, and so yeah like you you can see various organ systems the heart is at the tip, and I mean yeah there's just a wealth of information that's just sitting on. A wealth of information about your health and well-being just sitting on you um, if you can learn to to, to read it. Um, and another aspect of TCM, I guess another way that they, they diagnose, and I, I've <clears throat> I've read the descriptions of these, but I haven't uh, actually, um, haven't really been able to try this out myself. But yeah, there's multiple types of heartbeats and rates. Like if you go to, yeah, if you go to your, your, your doctor, you know, on the West, uh, they're going to take like one or two measurements of your heart rate and your pulse and things. Um, Chinese medicine, there's, uh, it's, it's a whole science unto itself. Uh, it's pretty pretty in depth. Um, so yeah, that's been kind of my my what I've been looking into um, is you know like I if I can learn how to reverse my my you know the so the symptoms of type one diabetes via traditional Chinese medicine, then I can probably you know do that for for you know to help other folks too um, for other diseases, so called diseases. And the other element I, I really like about uh, traditional Chinese medicine is um, instead of these uh, you know in, like instead of making things you know, incomprehensible, incomprehensibly difficult for no reason, like, like big pharma does. Um, you know, these things are supposed to be like, they're supposed to be understood by everybody. Um, and like the, the, like health is supposed to be, you know, within the realm of the individual. Um, you know, if you look at TCM, uh, it's highly individualized. Uh, it's highly, um, it's highly, highly variable depending upon, upon the person. And, and there's also the, the kind of uh, realization that's, uh, that's also kind of how, uh, uh, it's, it's how things are. Um, and to, to be a little more, to, to be a little more specific, uh, like they use uh, the five elements, um, you know, like there's, uh, there's wood, um, wood, fire, earth, et, et cetera. And these things overlap with organ systems and, um, the various conditions that they can, that, that can develop. You can have, you know, like, uh, internal dampness, you can have damp heat, uh, you can have um, an excess or de- you know e- excess or de- deficiencies come into play. Um, but yeah, it's like it's all it's all you know words that are you know based on nature and, and our reality and our environment and things that we we understand, right? So like if if uh, um, if tra- you know according to traditional Chinese medicine, type one diabetes is um, you know internal damp heat, then what do you think if you look at nature? Um, what would be some solutions to remedy um, if you have um, I don't know a jungly type area? What would you what would you apply to that area um, to get rid of to get rid of that? Well, it's 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 complicated with the damp heat example, but um, if you have you know for example if internal dampness, um, you'd want heat to dry out um, to dry out the water. Um, you'd want uh, you know heating remedies. 
um, whatever those whatever those uh, come out to be. And uh, then yeah, for the uh, for the heat, you would want um, you would want uh, more I guess liquid and cooling remedies. You know, to seek balance. It's my understanding. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I I like that. It's 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 very. Um, yeah, it's just based on nature. <laughs> it's based on nature, and uh, um, I've uh, I've I've certainly certainly appreciated that. Um, since since I've I've read so many so many medical papers, um, you know, from the Western perspective, that digging into tr- a traditional Chinese medicine has been a, a breath of you know a, I guess a, a breath of fresh air, um, some relief, um, and I've even been able to. They, there's a you know chart in there. They've, they've got a chart in there for their five elements, and you know the the earth element is is what I am, and, and that's the spleen, and the spleen is what um, is is I guess implicated in in type one in so-called type one diabetes according to traditional Chinese medicine. So, like, I've actually, and, and, you know, looking at, like, my diagnosis point, and even last year, like, I, I, I've tracked my, 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 the progression of my disease, you know, so-called disease, um, around, and I've actually been able to see, you know, looking at this chart that I've reversed it a couple of stages, too. Um, so, it seems like I'm, I'm one stage away from, from being able to reverse it, and maybe, it, maybe it'll be the hardest step, but um, regardless, like, I, I, there's, there's, there's all of these good things with traditional Chinese medicine that I've been able to, um, I guess, internalize. I guess it's probably more accurate to say that I've uh, restored a little balance in my body, probably. And uh, I guess I'll stop kind of rambling on that note, because um, I'm certainly not a professional in it, not, not, not in the slightest, uh, certainly not in the slightest. And uh, really, really, again, this episode is just to introduce you to some, to some things um, that you may not have heard of before. And uh, with how coercive uh, the Servile Society was last year, and especially how coercive it is this year, um, especially how coercive Big Pharma is, um, that's, that's turning into the whole healthcare industry. Um, these things are going to be of, of increasing importance over the years. And um, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm so focused on it right now. Um, and I think it was just impeccable timing that last year I decided to go on this, on this, uh, on this little journey. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some might say that there might have been some higher influence there. But uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> the next thing I kind of came across uh, was uh, German New Medicine. Uh, and this was uh, Dr. Apsley mentioned something about German. Um, so, you know, the Germans have been reversing type 1 diabetes for years. I, he didn't really go into it much, and I should have asked him about it then. But I came across something months later called German New Medicine. And um, talked about earlier on in this episode that, you know, emotions have you know, emotions in your mental state have a drastic impact on disease. Well, um, Dr. Hammer, this, uh, this doctor out of, uh, I guess, Germany. Um, and again, this is gonna be a very, very rough, um, explanation, but, uh, he was able to, to, I guess, to pretty rigorously and scientifically, um, I guess, uh, discover that, um, whether it's, uh, you know, regardless of, you know, what, these aren't necessarily, these aren't diseases that are developed. These are, you know, biological programs, um, that our body runs as you know defense mechanisms. So, so different we have different uh, conflicts will um, manifest into different diseases. And the important connection here that um, that Western medicine is maybe starting to come around to is um, that that uh, Dr. Hammer noticed with German medicine that um, with with each disease, like with my type one diabetes, there's a, you know the pancreas is affected, um, but there's also a spot on my brain. Um, that you could see as well, and whenever the um, whenever the conflicts whenever the conflict is resolved, um, you see um, the spot on the brain that relevant spot on the brain disappear, and you know the 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 sites of of, of the the so called disease like in the pancreas. Um, and again, same thing with the brain. There's different, you know, various, you know, going around around the brain. There's various spots, um, and that that uh, you know attribute to various organs. So I like guess it's, it's absolutely crazy. Once you break free of this Western perspective, um, or I guess not, not even, not even, you know what, that's not, that's not even the right way to put it. Not, not that you have to break free from the Western perspective, but just look beyond it. Um, look beyond it because that, that's been my biggest discovery this year is there's so much like the, the, the amount of conversation that's allowed in the survival society is just this such, it's such a small, small degree. And anything outside of that is just deemed as, you know, ridiculous. If it was old and it was, you know, information from ancient civilizations, although well, they were, oh, they were, they were not, they were, you know, outdated and, 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 you know, uncivilized. We don't even need to look at their information. Arrogant. But uh, anyway, moving forward here, um, German medicine was a, a very, very, I guess, uh, interesting one to, to come across. Still have some more research to do on that. Um, but something I'll mention here in case, uh, anyone wants to look into it, they've got a very, very thorough website with lots of resources, um, you know, based on the organs. So I've, I've dug all the, done all the digging with, um, 
um, into the, the diabetes, something I'm thinking about for sure. Something, something, another, another thing I'm considering. Um, and the next one was just one I came across over the past couple, past couple of days, really. Um, I'd been, I'd heard about it, something I'd, I'd been meaning to look into more, but it's a Ayurvedic medicine. I think it's from India. And, um, what's relevant to diabetes with, with them that I came across in the past couple of days is, um, apparently diabetes and prediabetes have like, like a dozen different diagnoses and, and, uh, in Ayurvedic medicine. And uh, they actually have a treatment protocol um, using diet and herbs that has been effective for thousands of years. Like they didn't have insulin, um, they didn't have in, uh, exogenous insulin like uh, like we do now. So they developed a diet uh, using uh, you know medicines, uh, you know herbal herbal and uh, yeah, herbal medicines, plant medicines um, to uh, to treat it. So um, I've still got a lot more research to do on that one. But um, as this entire like. As, as I've talked about a number of times, like with my type 1 diabetes, if I'm going to become as invulnerable to coercion as possible, I can't be dependent upon medication. So the, the solutions are, as I've talked about, be able to manufacture my own insulin on the property, which is a, not going to happen. Just going just gonna to put it that way. It's not going to happen. Um, the other way to reverse it, which has been my focus for the past year. And the third um, solution, which has just kind of popped up, um, and it's not the only three solutions, but um, the third solution that popped up is that, you know, maybe there's a route of, uh, you know, a route through Ayurvedic medicine. I don't know, something I'm going to look into. And if it turns out that it's not applicable or, or whatever, then, then I'll move on. But even better, you know, like if, if there's actually something to it and I could grow the herbs on the, on the property, then just as when I raise my own honeybees next year, I'll have my own source of glucose. Um, then maybe I could have my own source of, uh, you know, diabetic medication here on the property. So just think bigger, guys. That's, that's what I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get at here. Um, and the last thing I'll, I'll kind of talk about momentarily, or uh, the last thing I'll talk about on this episode, I think, is uh, uh, the diagnostics. Um, and this has been kind of a mind-blowing thing, too. That, uh, you know, like with, with Western medicine, anytime you go into, if they want to try to try to um, pinpoint a disease or something, you're, you're going to go into like an MRI or, MRI or a CAT scan or some, some machine that... Um, not gonna say it's it's not gonna say it's gonna damage you, but like there are side effects to everything, um, and I, I don't know the very I don't know the radiation levels of those things. Some people have raised concerns about it. I haven't looked into it myself. We're just kind of I'll toss it out there. You know, there's side effects to everything. So yeah, Western medicine they're they're gonna use those sorts of things. Well, I didn't know, as I'm sure most of most folks aren't aren't aware because we aren't told this, we aren't taught it. So how are we supposed to know? We don't look at look for it ourselves. Um, but like they're the body is just you know just like a computer there are diagnostic codes you can look into um like same thing with the body only the diagnostic codes are um for example there's a field called iridology um which is the i guess the uh, you know finding the state of the body with eyes um and through like uh, i guess high definition pictures um high definition zoomed in pictures you can see really really where you can see you know super detail of the eye you know that's a it gives you an idea of what's going on in the body Another uh, similar thing I mentioned with a couple couple ones from TCM. You can use the tongue for this, um, the uh, the multiple types of heartbeats and uh, the rates. And uh, this one was fascinating. Um, but yeah, biological biological dentistry. Um, another one of these realms that I kind of forgot to mention. But uh, you know uh, um, the importance of uh, you know getting all those mercury fillings out of your mouth and such. Um, yeah, there are dentists that specialize in that, um, reversing all the all the bullshit the big pharma does. But um, but yeah, the teeth like the the teeth are, are crazy too. And like I I, th- I think back to my entire you know childhood of all this all the shit I had going on you know medical medically wise, how dense I was and how dense my parents were um, to not notice like to not I, I don't know like to to not like I, I don't know anyway. But yeah, teeth and uh, so so the teeth they have uh, you know. Um, each tooth has an associated organ system or someplace in the body. Um, and I guess the, the critically important thing to, to understand here is um, in accordance with traditional Chinese medicine, um, there are meridians that run uh, meridian endpoints in teeth. So like if you have, uh, um, so if you have, I guess I'll put it this way. Um, I've heard it reported that the removal of a crown or cavity um, in, you know, an associated tooth has reversed someone's type 1 diabetes, whether it was a blocked channel, whether it was a mercury filling, um, whatever it may be, like that has been the solution for some folks. So I'm hoping that I don't like. I, I'm hoping it's unfortunate because like I don't want to have to go see like a practitioner or anything. But like for a lot of these diagnostics, for a lot of these diagnostics, um, for like the electrotherapy, um, for these things that I want to try out, ozone therapy, like I just can't. I, I I don't have access to these things. Like I don't have access to these things myself, and I I, 
I don't know. It'll take, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure like people, people study traditional Chinese medicine for their entire lifetimes. So like, I don't know, like I, I I'm, I'm going to have to go see a functional medicine practitioner for to at least use them for their resources. And worse. And unfortunately, you know, like if I have to go and, and that biological dentist, that can't be cheap. I can't imagine it's easy either. Um, but again, that the, the yeah, I don't know the process either. Um, I don't know. I don't even know how they do it. Um, remove the, remove the cavity and will the, will the body regrow the tooth, um, with remineralization help? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, guys, there's a lot out there. There's a lot, there's, and, and that's, that's the positive though. That's the positive because if you go into the Western system, they're going to give you like one or two options. Well, I don't know that for sure. But like depending on what it is, like they're going to give you their big pharma options and they're probably not going to be that many. And there's probably not going to be like, especially for cancer, um, or some of these, you know, really debilitating ones. Like there's probably not going to be really a lot of good options. Right. Um, well, good thing that, you know, that's not all there is. Um, there are a lot of options out there. And um, as I've kind of emphasized over, over the course of this episode, um, very, very much individualized, a lot more easier to grasp and, and not as dense and boring to read as like a medical paper, a research paper. Um, certainly not. And it makes sense. And the other thing that I'll, I'll mention here is part, part of my, uh, you know, part of my research into reversing my type 1 diabetes has been, you know, digging into things like uh, Walter, Russell's, Walter Russell's The Universal One. And uh, the secret of light, sort of extensions of uh, the electric universe theory, and another explanation, as well as other areas, um, like uh, even even uh, you know kind of uh, the occult areas. I mentioned with traditional Chinese medicine, um, the the um, overlap in I guess uh, identifying the so-called disease process and also the remedies by applying um, you know the internal internal body to what happens in nature. Um, and furthermore, if you have internal dampness where, you know, what happens when heat supplied to that? Well, you know, it turns in, it evaporates and it rises to the lungs and the lungs have to deal with it. So like there's like, it gets into kind of the, 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 the occultic kind of aspect too, like as above, so below, like, damn it. The, the point I'm trying to get across is that, <laughs> these 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 civilizations these these traditions had a much better understanding of things than we do now um they have much better of an understanding and that gets me to it gets me to one of the conclusionary points points for this episode but uh yeah this is the age of information but it is also the age of deception um it's my opinion that modern humans that the, that the modern human doesn't know jack shit about jack shit and therefore it's arrogant to just toss out ideas um like and for me personally like Am I in a position to just toss out ideas blindly, like to toss out p- potential solutions? No, like they're all worthy of investigation. And if it turns out that one of them's not, you know, not not relevant or applicable, then I'll move on um, with that newly found knowledge. So again, like say the five element types in, in, in TCM, like like last year, um, like how in the hell could the elements of Earth help me to understand my health? Well, those systems. I've been kind of emphasizing, you know, they aim for a highly individualized approach. And so the keys to human health and wellness were encoded in what human beings can see and understand, um, the nature that surrounds us. And the other uh, conclusionary points I'll, I'll leave, you, uh, leave you with is whether you're seeking information on health or whatever, really, and, and, and you, guys, uh, you guys know this by now, but um, just, just, just pointing it out for maybe our general fascist tube audience or something. But uh, whether you're seeking information on health or whatever, really, you're going to need to rely on your own logic and intuition more than you, more than you expect. Um, and for my uh, very materialist and objectivist mind, uh, you know, even from a year or two ago, um, that's been a hard thing to kind of, uh, um, to, to kind of uh, to go with, is to, to trust myself a lot more than I have in the past. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not... It's not easy to wade through the, the wade through the oceans of bullshit. Um, so yeah, if we're talking about health, you can always find some study to support whatever conclusion you want to come to. Um, yeah, and, and you're going to come across two reputable individuals who have reached different conclusions with the same information. And uh, the example I'll point to there is Dr. Apsan recommending raw milk, whereas a TCM practitioner would probably advise against dairy. Um, and the reason for that um, is, you know, for internal dampness, dairy is one of the most um, mucusy um, mucusy food, so it creates the most the most moisture. So yeah, once I get a better handle on things, I'll I'll start to make uh start to make some some decisions on on what I'm going to do. But I, I'm already I'm already um, considering next year just just because I mean it, it's this um, I I use the carnivore diet as uh, an elimination diet. Um, yeah, and it worked worked it worked worked well, and still doing the no steel carnivore. I love animal organs. Like that's not going to stop, obviously. But I'm I'm definitely considering. And I I already have. 
um, like uh, there there are herbs that you can add, herbs that I can add to my meat um, that can uh, that can help with the, the internal dampness situation. So I've already added some of those because there's not really any side effect to adding some herbs to my my meat. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, beyond that, I mean there there are some um, you know some t- some time tested and ancient uh, formulations, uh, Ayurvedic, uh, both Ayurvedic and um, also kind of the traditional Chinese medicine approach um, that I might uh, incorporate. Uh, at some point, and um, and then yeah, along with that, uh, you know, maybe even uh, at some point, uh, you know, growing um, or making some of my own formulations. Uh, um, one thing I'll mention here, I mentioned spagyrics and kind of uh, spagyrics and, and, and alchemy. Um, well, it's it's interesting. The um, you know Rick Simpson oil, the uh, you know the cannabis oil that's uh, you know allegedly uh, you know reverses cancer. Well, that is, uh, um, that is, you know, it's an alchemical formulation. I mean, when you think of it, it's just process of extraction, but, um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's, uh, extracting the essence, the essential oil. And I think the, um, the spirit, um, of, of the, the cannabis. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's alchemy is what it is. It's spagyrics. Um, so like I, so that's, that's like I, I, for, yeah, so that's, that's the one, the example that will reach that a lot, a lot of people will be familiar with, but it goes a lot, a lot more beyond that, um, in terms of like spagyric, spagyric medicine. So if I can grow and, and it's not just like, you know, taking any, any type of these herbs and making the formulations, it's best if you can grow them yourself and, uh, you know, understand them and then harvest them and then make the formulation. So like, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, like I haven't experimented with that at all. Um, but it's a really, int- it's a, it's a really fascinating process, a really fascinating topic. And, uh, one of the steps in the, one of the steps of the process, um, is distillation. So like, um, <laughs> I've been making liquor for like a year and a half. So like all the physics of it is just like, it's, it just, it's just there. Um, yeah, I don't know when I'm when I'm going to start, uh, you know, really putting these these things into action. And and plus this 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 coming next, you know, five and six months is going to be focused on food cell sufficiency. So um, I'll I'll be I'll be looking into a lot of these things and uh, and and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what what transpires. I'm, I'm not really in any huge rush. I'm just enjoying uh, enjoying the learning and uh, enjoying the process, enjoying the challenge, and and uh, we'll we'll see where it goes. But uh, I really don't have much else uh, much else to go into here. Um, I suppose I'll, I'll just mention, um, I, I, I said, uh, you know, earlier on that, uh, I'll discuss the furthering vision of Pasnia. It seems to be naturally and spontaneously coming together. Yeah. I think, uh, in addition to the, yeah, the, in addition to the self, self-liberation and, and kind of the, um, the, uh, the second realm, you know, uh, node, um, I think, uh, Pasnia is going to be kind of a, a medical co-op as well. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to naturally co- coalesce into that. Um, because there's going to be a lot of, a lot of damaged people. Um, you know, there already are, you know, um, over half of, half, half of, uh, um, half people my age and, and I guess younger are afflicted with a chronic disease, a chronic condition. And, you know, with, uh, this, this, uh, coming, uh, uh, you know, this, uh, coming CV vax, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens with that, but, uh, it's certainly not going to help, help anybody out. Um, certainly not going to help anybody out. And with the, what were the side effect, the side effect rates like 80 or 90%, um, some are some, 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 some ridiculously high. So, um, there's, there's going to be a demand for that, for, for that too. And, um, we'll make that, uh, it'll have a nice home at Pasnia too. So I suppose that's, uh, that's, that's really it. Um, if, uh, anyone is new to, uh, the Vani podcast, new to anything that I'm, that I'm doing here, um, please check out Pasnia, the Free Public of Pasnia, the Self Liberators Paradise, Pasnia dot com. Yeah, we got we got uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of good stuff happening here, and uh, it's it's starting to uh, to really really come together. I'm I'm really really happy with the progress. And um, again, like you know, like I, I'm just just going go just you know going along with it, not in any rush, but at the same time, uh, with with just what's transpired over say the past six months, just the six past six months alone. Um, yeah. Certainly got a good foundation for uh, food cell sufficiency in the next year or two, and uh, hopefully beyond that, uh, you know, two three years down the road, um, be completely off grid, and uh, then really just start you start building this intentional community, um, and uh, and going from there. But uh, yeah, lots lots of uh, lots of good things in store, and uh, um, lots of good things in store from us, and, and also just generally speaking, um, this, this information is coming back around guys. Um, you know, like the, the, it's, it's been, it's been kind of, uh, um, hidden away, hidden in plain sight even, um, you know, for, for, for some time. And, uh, now that uh, people are looking for these solutions, um, you know, with Ayurvedic medicine and traditional Chinese medicine, there's this, 
there's <laughs> certainly a lot to look forward to. Certainly a lot to look forward to. So with that said, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Uh, Vonniepodcast.com is uh, the website to go, go to for this podcast. You can find all, all our episodes. Uh, you can find a couple free audiobooks I released over the past uh, oh, couple weeks. And, uh, you know, all sorts, all sorts of stuff. There's vonniepodcast.com. Please do check out uh, Liberty and Tech Publications as well. Um, we are a solutions and uh, liberty-focused publisher. Uh, we've got uh, 18 or so books uh, on self-liberation, uh, you know, uh, anarchist fiction, um, strategy guides, uh, 18 books on uh, all those sorts of topics um, so far. And uh, we do uh, have a self-liberation bundle um, that is available, um, all 18 books, uh, for a deeply, deeply discounted price. So we want to get these things to you as, uh, as cheaply as possible. So uh, please do check out Liberty Type Publications too. And if you're uh, publishing, writing a book or publishing a book on, on uh, you know, freedom or liberty uh, and uh, you are looking for some assistance, please do get in contact. Uh, my email is shane at libertyintertype.com. Uh, would certainly love to help you uh, share your story. And uh, in terms of Vonnie, would certainly love to help you find your freedom too. So uh, vonniepodcast.com, again, uh, is the website for that. And uh, some might be asking, what's next for the Vonnie podcast? Well, I don't really know because uh, I, I kind of just uh, release what I feel is important. Um, so, uh, yeah, not sure, uh, not sure what that's, uh, uh, what that's going to turn into. I would love to talk to somebody, um, that's, uh, specialized in, uh, Ayurvedic medicine or traditional Chinese medicine, especially that's had, uh, experience with, uh, you know, clinical experience with, um, diabetes. Um, and, uh, might even get, uh, might even try to get Melissa Selon. Um, she's a German new medicine practitioner here in, uh, here in the USSA. Uh, it'd be good to, uh, to, to get someone on and talk about that too. Um, so yeah, there's, there's certainly episodes. I just have to figure out, um, I I just got to figure out what's uh <laughs> and it's 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 more so more so me than it is the podcast. I got I got to figure some things out. But um anyway, guys, anyways guys, uh thanks so much for tuning in. Uh and until next time, uh, always remember Vonnie was yours for the making. Now we're pushing the envelope the next level where we need to go and there's a lot of people entertaining ideas of electric universe and and understanding our place uh in that universal consciousness. And what I learned in my, you know, years of competitive sports is uh, I had my training down to a science and, uh, you know, for strength and speed and agility, all the things I needed for my sport. And uh, I had a scientific approach where I'd get everything done on paper. Then I started noticing over the years that when I put it down on paper and I didn't even start to implement the program yet, my body already started changing. So some light bulbs started coming on that wow, it's, it's really about your intentions. And then the things we talk about on this show, which is, uh, you know, again, electrical universe concepts, but actually we can now validate that that's the way it works. So in, uh, you know, the medicine that I've practiced over the years, yeah, we school people in proper lifestyle and cleansing and dietary. But what really, really makes or break a, breaks us is our consciousness and uh, you know, our belief systems. And even if you go into traditional homeopathy and they were talking about concepts like miasm, they understood that, um, you know, the roots of all disease, including aging, uh, were kind of implanted in human consciousness a long time ago. And uh, historically at those moments, they all had something in common. And that was there was a class of people that didn't want to leave the rest of the people alone. And the uh, the people that uh, you know uh, were affected by this did not successfully mobilize their will force, uh, you know, in order to combat it, and then that became the roots of all disease as we know it. So here we are again, and now we can explain exactly what those schools of thought uh, understood, and we can implement it. And that's why people like you—you you don't have to even, uh, you know, go through a traditional aging process if you don't want to.